0: Welcome
1: to 54 Live, a Live Golf podcast, and we got a very exciting weekend on tap. The Live Golf Tour is heading to New Jersey for their third event at Bedminster National Golf Club, Trump Bedminster National Golf Club, and it's going to be a great event, every single event that Live Golf has put on so far has been better than the one before. Uh, Portland was great, London was great. Portland was better than London, and I honestly feel that we're going to get an even better tournament this week at Live Golf Bedminster. We got some new signings that will be playing uh, Cockrack, We have Charles Howell the Third and the Iceman. Henrik Stenson. Not to mention, if you're watching at home, you're going to hear a new voice in the booth as David Faraday has joined to help the announce team out. So, week after week, we continue to get big names for Live Golf. And honestly, I don't think it's going to stop here, especially once the FedEx Cup playoffs is over and the big boys on the PGA Tour collect their FedEx Cup checks, such as Cam Smith, maybe Hideki Matsuyama. I honestly feel like those guys will come over as well, especially Cam Smith, because there has been rumors that Cam Smith was coming to live golf. And honestly, after winning the open championship, he is exempt into every single major for the next five years. So what better time for him to sign up for live golf, get the bag from live golf. He has the majors for the next five years. And you know, in five years, uh, they're going to figure out, What's going to happen with the majors, and if these Live Golf guys that aren't exempt can qualify for the majors via the official World Golf Rankings, that's going to be figured out soon. So, honestly, it's the perfect time for Cam Smith to join Live Golf. So, again, great weekend on tap. We have our first guest uh, of the podcast that will be joining us right now. His name is Ben, aka Patrick Reed's number one fan. He wanted it to be known that. He's not going by just Ben. He's going by Ben, a.k.a. Patrick Reed's number one fan. He's a huge Patrick Reed fan. I consider myself a huge Patrick Reed fan, but I don't think I I, I can compete with this guy. Um, He's traveling all the way to Bedminster this weekend to watch the event live. So let's get to that and let's see what Ben thinks. All right. And now we are joined by Ben, a.k.a. Patrick Reed's number one fan. Ben, how's it going, buddy?
0: I'm doing great. Looking forward to live golf this week. How are you doing, Justin?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yes, I'm very excited for this weekend as well. And uh, now, like you said, Ben, a.k.a. Patrick Reed's number one fan. I thought I was a big Patrick Reed fan, but I don't think I could compare to you. Why are you (laughs) such a Patrick Reed fan? What, What makes him your favorite golfer?
0: Well, I'll tell you a story, Uh, how I fell in love with Patrick Reed, became his number one fan. It was uh, 2016, I was at Hazeltine, watching the Ryder Cup. You know, I knew of Patrick Reed before, I liked him, thought he was a good golfer. Being in person at that Ryder Cup and following him, especially during that match play against Rory, was the most amazing, not only golf moment I've ever witnessed, but just sporting moment ever. Compared to any other live sports event I've been to, it was the most exciting. It was Captain America. You know, I, I started following him way more intently right after that. Uh, and then a couple of years later, won the Masters, won some money on that. And, I've you know, just been riding with Patrick Reed ever since. That's crazy
1: that you say that because I was also at that Ryder Cup. I was there all uh, three days. (laughs) I followed Rory and Patrick Reed that final day in their singles matchup. And it was honestly, still to this day, it was the most exciting, you know, round of golf, most exciting display of golf I ever seen. Um, Now, what made me a fan was going back a little bit further in 2014, after he won in Wyndham in 2013. And then I believe he won Humana Mm -hmm. in the beginning of 2014. It was the World Golf Championships at Doral. And he was the leader on the weekend. They interviewed him and he said that they asked him, like, do you think you compete with these guys? Yada, yada, yada. And he said, I am a top five golfer in the world. And he was like 44th in the world at that mm-hmm. time. So he had so much confidence just to say that I'm a top five golfer. You know, everybody hated, he's like, the, you know, an antihero, like a villain, you know, and honestly, sure. sometimes, go- you know, golf needs people to just go out there and speak their mind. You know, he says it when he gets the bad draw, you know, when he he's playing early morning or late night or late night, early morning, like he speaks his mind he's not just gonna you know take it on the chin if he doesn't like something he's gonna come out and say it and it's refreshing to see when you see so many of these golfers that are just corporate puppets that are just gonna you know give the media you know the right give them the right answers you know and and just be so bland and um you know Patrick Reed he's not like that he's very exciting and interesting and that's why I love him.
0: Yeah. He's a competitor. I mean, and like, like you said, he says what's on his mind. He doesn't sugarcoat it. Um, he has the confidence he's a winner. You know, he got a lot of criticism for saying, I remember when he said that, right. The the top five, he compared himself to tiger. Um, I mean, he's a great golfer. He's a fantastic golfer. Uh, and he, you know, he deserves to talk that shit, uh, because he's, he's earned it. right? Right. Um, I mean, he's fantastic to watch. I love watching him play. Um, you know, excited to see what he does this weekend in Portland, you know, he had a fantastic round. If a couple more of those putts would have fell, I think he would have been, uh, the guy, uh, you know, taking it home, but uh, the aces did get a win. So happy with that.
1: Yeah, he, he definitely turned it on on, on, the, on the back nine of that that uh, the last round uh, when he made that eagle. And he was just, he was really going for it. And honestly, he's one of the best short, I feel like he is one of the best short games on, you know, well, I guess live golf now, but, you know, in in the world of golf. And even going back to how you said he was cocky, saying that he's, he feels like he's just as good as Tiger. The fact that when he was young and uh, a young startup on the PGA Tour on Sundays, he wore red and black. And everybody's like, you can't wear red red and black that's tiger's (laughs) colors and i don't care i like wearing red and black on sunday i'm gonna wear it
0: yeah yeah exactly um the man the man i love watching him play
1: exactly definitely definitely now um obviously with two events into live golf um what when when they announced live golf once they started this player started signing up what have you what got you so excited about live golf was it because patrick reed signed or were you excited before that
0: yeah. You know, it's interesting whenever the whole, I guess, controversy kind of started with Live golf, you had the Phil Mickelson quotes, you had stuff like this, you had players coming out saying they weren't going to go. You know, I think I was skeptical. A lot of people were skeptical. What is this? You know, why are we breaking from the PGA tour? What's going on? Um, but, you know, I was never anti live in the beginning. Uh, I was curious. Uh, you know, I watched the, the first event in London um, you know, and, and I saw also not only with that first event, but kind of how players were, were joining and what they were saying. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of slander around live golf with why people are going, but it, 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 they're really taking care of their players. Right. And not only that, I making golf fun again, I think is the most critical part of why I think live is going to stay and why it's here to stay. Um, you know, the, the, the 54 holes, uh, the shotgun, uh, start is awesome. And my favorite thing about live golf, I think, uh, and I was talking about this with a couple of my bodies is that now it can, golf can just be like any other sporting event where you sit down and you watch it for four or five hours Exactly. instead of you're up from 7. AM to, to 7 PM. And you're checking in on golfers here. It's just, it's way more exciting. Uh, the, you know, broadcasting is good and it's only going to get better. And you're going to be able to watch shots and, and watch the shots that you want to see. And it's going to be just constant action for four or five hours. And it, it's going to be great. Um, and I'm excited to just see how, you know, this season progresses this some of the changes they might make next season. Um, so really looking forward to what it has. And I expect, uh, you know, some some more big names to, to fall through and, and come join live.
1: Me too. I said that when I uh, started the episode um, before I introduced you. I said I honestly feel like after the FedEx Cup playoffs is over, we're going to have a few new signings. You know, maybe Cam mm-hmm. Smith, maybe Hideki Matsuyama. Um, but going back to what you said about how Liv Golf is taking care of the players, they're also taking care of the caddies tremendously. That they're, they're paying yeah. for the caddies to travel. They're putting the caddies up in a hotel, and it feels like the old amateur golf events because all the players and caddies are staying at the ho- same hotel. You know, it's like a camaraderie. I feel like every, even though they're separated into teams, I feel like everybody on live golf has banded together and they're kind of like us against the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, and, and just the purses, right. Just thinking about like what the caddies made or what, uh, when, uh, Swartzel won the first one, they, they came out and that caddy made, what is it? It's automatic 10%, right? Yep. Uh, of, of the first. I mean, that's just fantastic. These guys are, you know, used to, you know, like Pat Perez was saying, since like what, 90, 96, 98 or whatever, grinding every single week. And the caddies are part of that grind too. And they're making a, a hell of a lot less than, than the players. So it's good to see that everyone's getting taken care of. Uh, including the fans. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you were well, sure about Portland or, or London, but I think Bedminster is going to be the the next great thing. It's going to be a great weekend for, for all the fans to get together. Um, you know, it's not going to be like a stuffy. TGA uh, event, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: No, yeah, they want you to have fun. You know, they want you to be excited. They want you to have fun. You know, they're not going to be worried about, you know, not recording shots and people's backstroke, what have you. And um, yeah, I feel like every single event they put on has gotten better and better, you know, from London to Portland, now in New Jersey. And just look about, you know, the signings. Like, look what they did in the announce booth, bringing David Faraday um, into Live Golf. You know, that, that's amazing because when you listen to the Shows, you, you know, you it's all about the golfers, it's all about the, the event being played, but you want Personalities, and you want people to be able to get you excited and to keep you entertained. At the end of the day, it's a sport, but it's also entertainment. And I feel like Live Golf is really dipping into that entertainment part and bringing Faraday along. And even the the rumors, and if it comes true, bringing Charles Barkley along. Oh. CBS, NBC, Golf Channel—they would never let Charles Barkley be. They might let him in the booth for you know a fifteen-minute segment, but to uh, you know announce and. Th- to commentate the whole event, you know, just look what he did when they did the, uh, the matches, you know, with Phil yeah. and Tiger and then, you know, Steph Curry. It, it,
0: exactly what I was thinking. Like Barkley would be the most amazing get. I mean, everyone tunes in to to even watch, you know, TNT halftime show with Barkley. If he was announcing a golf event, just like the matches, you know, that's must watch television. And I think of, uh, you know, leading up to Bedminster, the Ferry signing is probably... The biggest one. I mean, I'm I'm very excited to see uh you know his personality. Uh, you know, as an announcer at Live, and, and see what he brings to the table because it's it, like I said, it's only gonna get better.
1: Yeah, and honestly, the Faraday TV show that he used to do on Golf Channel, mm-hmm. I watched every single episode. It was very entertaining, very exciting, and he can bring that to Live Golf now. On, they don't have a TV deal yet, but honestly, in this day and age, do you really need a TV deal? Obviously, they want a TV deal so they can, you know, sell, you know, ads, get partnerships, what have you. But honestly, for me, it hasn't been an issue. To watch live golf, I pop on YouTube streaming on the TV. It's perfectly fine that way. So if they do, if they do a YouTube channel and they could have Faraday do a weekly show where he's you know doing what he does, that will bring even more eyes to Live Golf.
0: Yeah, everyone has Wi-Fi TVs. It's never been an issue to to pop open the YouTube. I actually like it being live uh, live streamed on YouTube. Makes it accessible to everybody, right? You don't have to. You know, go pay for Peacock. I know some people during the Open were were getting frustrated with that. You know, paying five dollars for Peacock to yeah. watch it from you know whatever the hours were. So I like the accessibility of it. I think it actually fits well with what Live's really trying to do, uh, and that's just get golf to the masses. And I think Greg Norman's doing a great job of that too. Um, you know, with the the different country teams, you know, uh, you know, like you said, uh, Matsuama, I think is, is going to come in after or, or the FedEx. Yeah. Uh, like you know, got Torque,
1: Torque get, is filled with all the Japanese players. Fireballs right. are mostly the players from Spain. You got mm-hmm. the South Americans the with the Grace. Storchel. Irish team, right. Yep. You
0: have the, the, Ian Poulter's English team, and then you got a few U.S. teams. And uh yeah, uh, that's, I think that's a special thing about live too. And it seems to be going that way is that, we're going to start kind of doing the, uh, the teams by country, which makes every event almost like a little Ryder Cup event, makes the camaraderie greater. We're going to bring eyes to, to golf uh, across the world, right? Get people interested in, uh, and uh, get, get them patriotic uh, yeah. about what's going on.
1: And especially internationally with YouTube, it's much easier for people internationally to pop on YouTube than, you know, have to worry about getting NBC, CBS, what have you. Now, Mm -hmm. one thing that I saw on Twitter and in the news lately, which completely blew my mind, and if they do this, it's brilliant, that they're looking to sell partnerships for the teams and for uh, big corporations to buy a team. So I saw AT&T being thrown out there. Uh, I saw Srixon. So Srixon will buy the Torque team for X Mm -hmm. amount of dollars. And the captain of that team gets 25% of all monies made for like branding, what have you. So (laughs) they're going to come out with team logos and they're looking at, they want these teams all 12 teams to be their own franchise, similar to like, you know, the Yankees are or the Lakers are, what have you. And honestly, I think that's a brilliant idea. Um, I saw at and maybe buying the Aces and yeah. what they're changing next year. Like the first event, they did the draft. They realized that, you know what, people want the teams to stay put. They want the same guys on the same teams and they're going to have the captains pretty much be like a general manager. They could recruit, they could sign free agents, they could make trades. And I think that will bring a lot more excitement to the game. And that's something that, you know, the team aspect, you know, people are like, "Uh, who cares about the team aspect? It's golf. Honestly, I enjoy the team aspect because at the end of the day, you got five holes left. You know, you might be five, six strokes off the lead. You know, you're not, you're only playing for money at that point. But you know what? Mm -hmm. If you get a birdie, you get an eagle, you're going to help the team score. And we saw that with, I believe it was, um, I think it was, Ortiz, Ortiz for the Fireballs with Sergio. He made a, a birdie or an eagle late on his seventeenth hole, and that got the Fireballs in the third position. Uh they were in a tie with Torque, and that made them like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars each. Yeah,
0: e- exactly. It's another element of the game that makes it so much more exciting. Uh I mean, just you know, thinking about like Patrick Reed, okay. He was in uh he was in contention until the end. He was he was playing well. But, you know, listen, that's not going to happen every week for every golfer, but they can always go out there and get their team a victory. Yeah, by playing well on the back nine, uh, by just, you know, keeping pace, keeping up. I, I think it's it's excellent and they definitely need to keep the teams the same. Uh, and it reminds me, you know, similar to like what, uh, like what F1 is. I mean, they have the F1 kind of scorecard on the side of, of live golf now, but then having these own teams with their own sponsors, um, you know, making their own franchises, right? People buying like me. If Patrick Reed stays on the Aces, be all Ace gear, right? Exactly. Uh, I, I think it's great for for live uh, in general to to have that. I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah, and honestly,
1: I I, I went. The other day, I went on Live Golf, and I was looking to buy an Ace's shirt or Ace's hat, and I couldn't find anything. I saw homemade stuff on Etsy and and what have you. I know they're selling (laughs) merch on site, but Mm -hmm. honestly, they're losing money right now because if they put on an online store – You know, I I would buy it. You would buy it. They could be making big bucks right now with the merchandise, and I'm sure they will. Honestly, I feel like this year is their test run. You know, they got, uh, I think it was nine tournaments this year. Next year, they're going to 14. This is their test run. They're going to try this out. They're going to try that out. They're going to tighten everything up, you know, and next year, it's going to be big, man, because honestly, I feel like they're going to get at least three, four more big signings. I really think Matsuyama, Cam Smith, and there might be a few, you know, that, that surprise us.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think there's going to be more. I think it's going to be enough that uh, the PGA just can't ignore them. Like they are trying, I mean, we're already at the point where the PGA can't really ignore them uh, and what they're doing. Right. There's going to have to be uh, something that, that happens uh between the two because I, even greg norman's talking about lg uh l yeah right now too uh to get that started but it's funny you said that about the aces stuff uh i think the first thing i did uh that weekend uh after portland was was go in and, and look and search for an aces golf polo because i wanted to buy one right so i'm gonna have to run to the gift store i think as soon as uh as soon as the gates open up on saturday to uh to go grab a, uh, an aces yeah. polo or, or hat or some gear right <laughs> yeah
1: like honestly I know they don't need the money they're backed by the you know the Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. uh, you know sporting fund whatever you call it but hey man think about that money that they could be making with merchandise you know and th- th- they're very fan- now I-, I don't know if you want to say it's they want the fan experience or they're looking to bolster the attendance but they're giving away tickets they want the fans there like you I'm sure I don't know if you got the tickets as well but Patrick Reed yep. tweeted out a code first hundred tickets are free the next are 25 percent off and honestly you don't see the pga tour doing that you know and I, I agree with what you're saying the pga tour and the dp world tour they need to take notice and an agreement needs to be taken place i know originally when they wanted to start this they reached out to the pga tour and they said they want to call it the pga tour super league you know it's mm-hmm. the top 48 golfers from the pga tour dp world tour playing on it's it's an event that's above the PGA tour. And um, and I honestly think that I know PGA DP World Tour, they are, you know, threatening these lawsuits and banning the players with all these big name players and the more big name players that come on, they can't ignore them anymore. A deal has to be done. They need to give them official World Golf ranking points because honestly, what are the majors going to be if you know the top ten I, brand yeah, names exactly guys aren't there? Written.
0: Majors, Ryder Cup. I mean, it's going to be. It, it's not going to be good. Good golf uh, if, if you're just banning all these guys from from everything or making them lose their their status. Uh, you know, I mean, what's it like with Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Kepka, all these huge names. These people that these are the people that people tune in to watch, yeah. right? Like that's who you want to see play golf. Uh, and then you know you're only going to be left with Rory and and JT and uh, you know. Justin, you know, uh, Rom, you know, whoever else, Jeffler, right? Yeah. yeah. Rom Treffler. Um, you know, you, you want to keep those exciting big names, those big personalities in the mix, uh, for, for their benefit.
1: Yeah. And even think about this, right? You have the Ryder Cup. You have the President's Cup. You can make a new event, PGA and DP World Tour versus Live Golf. That could be another Mm -hmm. team format. Think about the amount of money that would bring in revenue sharing and ad buys and everything like that. So honestly, I, I really feel like Live Golf is really shaking up the landscape for golf. And like you said, with the LPGA. You know, Greg Norman wants to do the same thing for the women, you know, get the best 48 women out there and do it for them as well. And honestly, it's, it's very brilliant. Golf needed a change, even watching it on TV. Like, you know, everyone complains week in and week out on the PGA tour, CBS and NBC. They're cutting away. They're only showing whatever golfers with live. You you don't have any commercials. I'm sure that will change once they get ad buys, but they're showing everybody you know like you're not worried about like look at the open championship like towards the end you know all you saw was Rory and and Cam Smith and and Young now obviously I understand that they're coming down you know but PGA tour does that week in and week out. They pick that five golfers that they're going to show and the rest of the field, you don't get to see them live golf is yeah. showing everybody. They're not, they're, they're showing you golf shots. That's what the golf fan wants to see. They want to see the shots and you know, they don't care about the interviews or, or the overlay of the course or this, that, the other, they want to see the shots. They want to see golf on that TV. And I think live has been doing a great job at that.
0: I agree. And I, I think the open, you know, much, much to be desired there with how many shots they were showing who they were covering. I mean, there's a clear bias against, uh, golf golfers, um, you know, that people were tweeting about people noticed that, that they, they were only showing Dustin Johnson because they had to, because yeah. he was in contention. Um, you know, I thought that was petty. I thought that, you know, that some of the tea times that they were giving people were, were petty and, uh, I'm excited just to to get back to, to live this weekend in Bedmaster.
1: Definitely, definitely. When are you, um, are you going to all three days or?
0: Saturday and Sunday. Nice. Uh, those are, those are going to be my two days. So uh, going up, um, you know, unfortunately we'll make it Friday, but I think the weekend will be fun. And uh, man, I'm just kind of was looking through what they have to offer for the fan experience. I think I'm getting there right at 10 a.m. Uh, trying to take advantage of everything they have because I know this is going to be a blowout. And I expect it to be Back too you know close to manhattan uh gonna get a lot of people uh coming down and it's gonna be a party yeah um, beautiful be weather
1: high 80s and they mm-hmm. just announced that the chain smokers will be performing sunday night so yeah <laughs> Perfect. Get, they, you get a free concert as well so yeah All right, Ben. Well, thank you for joining us. Honestly, it was a great interview. We're definitely going to have you back. Maybe we'll have, if if I do a recap show, maybe I'll give you a call next week. We could talk about Bedminster. Now, before I let you go, you got pick two golfers, your predictions, who's going to win this week?
0: Okay. Uh, Who I think is going to win? Do I have to pick two? Because I only got one. It's Patrick Reed. All right.
1: You, there you go Pat you think Patrick Reed's gonna win now I would love to see Patrick Reed to win but when I was looking into it I feel like like you just said DJ played very well at the open and Bryson also played very well at the open and it's going to be a long course it, it, they set it up the setup came out today uh, 7591 yards so if it rains on Friday the bombers are gonna be you know have the advantage so very true I, I would love to see Reed win it but if I'm a betting man I'm putting my money up on Bryson
0: and DJ. We'll see. I mean, any of those guys uh, at the top in contention I'd like to see, right? I'd love to see Bryson do well, but uh, my money is always on Reed and uh, it always is going to be on Reed. So I got to stick with my guy. Yep.
1: And honestly, let's just get a nice exciting event down the stretch like we did in Portland. You had Ortiz, Grace, and DJ, you know, battling down the stretch. Let's get three big names battling down the stretch and all in all, I honestly feel like it's going to be a successful weekend.
0: Yep. Must see golf.
1: Definitely. All right, Ben, have fun this weekend, and uh, we'll catch up with you.
0: Yep. Thank you, Justin. All
1: right. Well, there you have it. I feel like Ben and I covered everything that, um, you know, we needed to cover for Bedminster in the past few events. Uh, like I've said, the course layout was just announced. It's going to be 7,591 yards. The Bombers are going to be having fun getting to the hole, wedges in their hand. And uh, like I said, it, it, it looks like it's going to be a great weekend the stars are out. We have the top guys in golf, not all the top guys, but a good amount of top guys. Um, And, you know, it's at Trump Bedminster. You know that, you know, Donald Trump, Mr. President is going to be talking to Greg Norman and saying, you need to put on an A plus event, a top class event, because, you know, that's what he does. You know, I played a Trump course once. I played Ferry Point uh, in the Bronx and still to this day it's, it's the nicest course I ever played. So that's why I'm even more excited to go to Bedminster this weekend because the facilities, you know, when you're going to a Trump golf course, the facilities are going to be top notch. There's going to be top notch golf on the course and it's going to be a very, very exciting weekend. Now, one last thing before I go, I almost forgot, but I need to say it because it wouldn't be Uh, Fed to my followers on Twitter, I posted a poll on the 23rd. Today's what? The 26. So three days ago, I said, if you could choose one golfer who hasn't been rumored to join live so far, so obviously not Cam Smith, not Matsuyama. If you could choose one golfer to be to the next signing for live golf, who would it be? And comment why after you click the poll and we'll review all the responses on episode two next week. So number one, I, I put in the top four golfers on the PGA Tour right now. Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, and Justin Thomas. Coming in at number one, it was John Rahm at 46%. He blew everybody out of the water. And some of the responses were, uh, Rahm, he already expressed his distaste for Sergio's treatment. In regards to the Ryder Cup and DP Tour, he gets my vote. Um, Number two was Rory McIlroy at 22%. Uh, People said, one guy said, I don't want to spread well on... At Spretwell said, I don't want to watch JT or Rory ever. I like watching JT and Rory. They're they're great. I understand that you might not like them off the course, but on the course, they're great. Uh, Sean Poloni said, JT, because I think he is the most exciting to watch out of the four. Uh, He is a very exciting golfer. Um, Scroopy Noopers said, Rory, not a chance. He's the PGA poster boy. The most likely I say is Rom because he's not American and therefore is less likely to buy into the turn to his back on the PGA. J rhetoric. And uh, JQR Smith said Scotty Scheffler because he's number 1. So again, Rom came in at 46%, Rory at 22%, JT at 17%, Scheffler at 15%. Personally, Scheffler, he's a great golfer. He plays the game very well, but he doesn't do anything to excite me. He's I feel like he's a very boring um a, a very boring Not golf. I'm not going to say his game's boring because his game's fantastic. But in regards to media and likability, I think he's boring. So I wouldn't want to see Scheffler on it. Uh, Obviously, Rory McIlroy. You know, Patrick Reed's my favorite golfer. Rory, my three favorite golfers are Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and Patrick Reed. So you know what? I'm you know stuck in between a rock and a hard place because Tiger and Rory have put such a big stance on live golf. But you know what? Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. That's the issue with the world today. Everybody thinks that they have to think the way you think. And if they don't think the way you think they're wrong. No, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. So Rory and Tiger are entitled to their own opinion, especially Tiger when he pretty much carried the PGA Tour on his back. Obviously, he's not going to diss them. And Rory, you know, wants the prestige. So Honestly, do I want to see Rory go to Live? Yes, but I know that's not going to happen. Um, I, I I would like Rom to join Live because I think that would make a great team with uh, Rom, um, Sergio Chakakara, and I think Ortiz is already Carlos Ortiz is already on the team. So fireballs, I think that will be a great team. Honestly, I want the teams. I want there to be rivalries before these between these teams. Um, we saw it uh, in Portland when the Aces were going up against. Uh, the Stingers. The Stingers, um, when you got the uh, Stingers, have the South American team. You got uh, Swartzo, Usais, and Brandon Grace. The Aces are an American team. Pat Perez, Gooch, Patrick Reed, Dustin Johnson. If you get Rom signing on with Rory, you got a little Seve and Oladabo there. Um, I think that would be exciting. And Justin Thomas, honestly, the reason why I would like to see Justin Thomas join the Live Tour is Watching him walk back all the statements that he made about Live and how it's wrong for the game, and honestly, I would like to see him in that situation. You know, trying to you know slime his way out of those comments that he made, um, and coming up with a reason why he joined Live. Because you know what, JT does complain a lot. You know, he's you, you've seen him on the course. He gets frustrated. He complains. That one time he throughout the heckler. He pointed, he said, oh, you, you're out. So sometimes, you know, J. I feel like JT has a little thin skin, you know, not not that much, but a little bit. He has a little thin skin. And I think it will be very exciting to see him um, kind of, you know, explain why he talks so much shit and now why he's walking it back. So the people have spoken 41 volts if you could pick one golfer to join live it would be John Rahm. So that does it and that does it for this week's episode. Episode two is in the books. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at 54LivePod. Uh, we're always tweeting the most up-to-date news and announcements for Live Golf. Um, follow us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow, give us a review. Um, these podcast episodes will be coming out bi-weekly, the weeks of the Live Golf tournaments, and maybe the weeks after, if we do a review, they'll be coming out at least twice a month. Um, Also, we'll give some previews. And if some big signing comes on, I'll jump on and, you know, find a fan, maybe bring Ben back. And, you know, we'll talk about that. Uh, Thank you to Ben. Uh, That was a great interview today. He brought a lot of insight, uh, speaking about why he's Patrick Reed's fan and why he loves Live Golf. Honestly, people are excited for live golf they are a lot of people out there and i see a lot of the big names on twitter uh, the reporters saying like oh there's a lot of twitter accounts that have started in june 2022 that are live golf stands you know what I think it's good for the game. The more fans you have brought into the game, it's good for the game. Ben told me off the air before that he's going to the event this weekend with a buddy that doesn't really play golf, doesn't really like golf, but he is super excited about this weekend. That is a new fan. That new fan is being brought to the game because of Live Golf. So honestly, these, you know, Brandel Chambly, these other guys that are talking so much shit about Live Golf. Take a step back and look what live golf is doing to the game and stop Look at the big picture, okay? Stop being so focused on who's backing Live Golf. Look at the big picture. It's going to be good for the game. It's going to grow the game internationally. It's giving people in these third world countries opportunity to see the event on YouTube, online. And honestly, this is just the beginning. I am so thrilled that I started this podcast because honestly, this podcast is going to grow and it's going to be booming in the next year or two because Live Golf is the next big thing in golf. I 100% truly believe that. And we are here at the forefront. So thank you for listening. Episode 2, 54 Live Pod. We will see you this weekend at Bedminster. And that does it later.